0: This is a preview from today's Angel Story.
1: I, I like how you said that. So it's, it's it's a surrender to not always needing that concrete validation. Yes, it's it's great when they do that and stuff. But at some point, you just have to just let go. And it, that's what it is. I mean, you're not like this, prove it to me. Like, you know... It, yeah, I get that. Because you're, you're human, your ego, oh, like mine wants that. It's That's how we're wired somehow. And when you make that switch, that's when, that's when the miracles happen.
0: Beautiful souls, do you have a prayer request or want us to send you healing energy today? Would you like us to be praying for your friend or loved one? If this is you, go to worldslargestprayernetwork.com to submit your prayer request. And while you're there, please sign up to join our team of prayer warriors. The angels say prayer not only opens you to miracles, raises your vibration, and helps you heal, but the more you pray, the more God's presence is felt on earth. Feel your angels' love as they surround you right now. And listen for the positive loving messages your angels intended specifically for you in today's episode hello beautiful souls welcome back to the angels and awakening podcast i'm your host and author julie jancis and today we have a very special guest on laura who's here to share her angel stories laura welcome to the show welcome thank you i'm glad to be here Oh, I'm so glad that you're here, too. So I'm going to have you dive into your angel story. Okay, great. Um, it was probably
1: about six six years ago, seven years ago, and my son at the time had graduated college and taken his first job. He was out of state in California, kind of all on his own, doing things kind of just, you know, like, like you're supposed to, like, you know, go to school to do. But he was in an area where he didn't really know anybody. And the type of training that he was in didn't allow him to be with people very long. So it was really, really hard for him to make friends. Right before he left, or actually like the day before he left, my dad, who had been um, dealing with cancer and hospice, passed away. So he was, you know, up with, he's only a leader of my spirit team. And um, my son had called, he had been there about six months. And I don't know about you, but your 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 kids are younger. But when they get older, they call you for two re- reasons: they're either really upset or really happy. There's really no in between. So um, I got this call Tuesday morning, and I could just tell instantly that he was upset. And um, I said, "What's wrong, buddy?" He's like, I-, "I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I can keep doing this. I don't. I need just a friend." He's very social, born and raised in the Midwest, California, wonderful place, but. And sometimes a little harder to, you know, make friends, especially someone like him who's, you know, look in the eye, shake your hand kind of guy. So, you know, I kind of talked him off the ledge. I said, You're gonna be okay. You know, just finish your day, take a breath. It's just a hard one. You'll get through it. I was out in the hallway um, at my office working. And as I walked back in, I said, I don't know, Dad, but a few of the angels can can help him. He needs, he needs a little help right now. You know, please, you know, keep him in your prayers, you know, just do whatever you can. So I walked back into my office, continued doing my work. And at the time I was just kind of inputting names into a spreadsheet and mindless stuff. A couple hours later, he called back and I'm like, oh, this isn't good. So I took my phone, went out in the hallway. And like I said, it's either good or bad. So I was kind of expecting bad. And I hear his voice. He goes, mom, you're not going to believe it. I made a friend. I'm like, what? He goes, yeah. So at the time... Uh, His job was to go into the stores that he would eventually be managing and, you know, load product, learn the process. And there was a, a kid similar to his age that they would kind of cross paths every once in a while, but never talk to them. And this particular day, this young man walked up to my son and said, you know, I just want to introduce myself. My name's Jeremy. You know, I see you all the time and I just keep meaning to say hi. I thought today would be the perfect day. Turns out they live two blocks away from each other they're both from the Midwest. He was from the Detroit area. Spencer's from, my son is from um, Chicago and they live two blocks apart. So fast, you know, best friends. He just got married about six months ago. He was in his wedding party. I mean, all he needed was one friend. And so as we hung up, I again, walked back in my office. I don't know if that was you dad, but if you guys, you did a number, if you did, thank you so much. And I walked back to my desk and I started doing my job again. And I was inputting names into a spreadsheet and I'm in HR. So it was last name, then first name. So this gentleman's name that I, the last two names I typed were Walter comma Yamuki, weird first name, but that was his last name was Walter, first name Yamuki. The other person underneath was Jones comma Michael. My father's name is Walter Jones. Yeah. <laughs> So, you know, I was like, I got my validation right there. And then, and I went, okay, dad, I get it. I get it. It's you. It's funny. Uh, And when you asked me about my angel stories and I thought, oh, I only have this one, you know, it's a great one, but I did think of another one that involved my dad too. Yeah.
0: I'd love to hear it.
1: So I was um, reading a book by, um, or listening to a podcast and not, it might've been yours or maybe it was Gabby Bernstein, but the topic was you can ask your, your spirit guides, your angels for signs. Yeah. And so, okay. Yeah, and it was, you know, in the middle of COVID. It was dark. It was dreary. It was, I'm up in my daughter's, you know, high school bedroom doing my work. And I thought to myself, you know, I want to, I want to see some signs. I could use some signs from my dad. I said, dad, if you're out there and I wanted to pick a sign that, um, wasn't too obscure, but I didn't want it to be, you know, stop signs or something that I would see all the time. So I wanted it to validate to me that it was actually coming from him. So it was middle of winter. And I thought, you know, I'm going to pick a daisy. And this is pre-daisies. Maybe my dad made the trend come to life, but this was before daisies were everywhere. I said, you know, show me daisies. That's what I want to see. You know, if you, you know. And I, I literally crossed my heart, swear to God. I saw a daisy, The name met somebody named Daisy, saw the word Daisy printed every single day for about four months. It got to the point where my husband was like, could you ask him to stop? Cause it's creeping me out. <laughs> but yeah, and you know, I got a lovely daisy tattoo. So now I can always, you know, look down and and have my little, you know, warm, you know, warm thought about my dad. But yeah, he he, he came out he came out firing, that's for sure. It was it was funny. It was just so much. And um, but yeah. And I remember when we had our session, you at you know, he came through really strong and um uh, so. are my two angel stories
0: i love it i love how strong he comes through for you all the time let's go back to your first story real quick spirit saying to tell everybody that when you get actually it's in your first and your second story there's often times no matter how long we've been doing this no matter how long we've been communicating with our loved ones on the other side asking for signs praying you know to god for those signs talking to our loved ones the validation that we get when signs come through can be shocking and and give you that energy of surprise within your physical body at any time i don't think that that surprise fades you know what i mean
1: yeah it doesn't
0: and What ends up happening is there is a process in which the angels are working with all of humanity right now. And that process of surprise, when we see the very, very first sign, is, (gasps) and then the egoic mind comes in, it goes, But is this real? Could this really be my dad? And send me that second sign, right? And so when you see things, in sequence, like you saw the name right after your dad's name in the spreadsheet, or in your second story where you asked for the validation of the daisies and you saw the daisies, but then you also met the person named Daisy. It really is communication from them where this is your spirit team trying to communicate with you and help lessen that voice within your egoic mind. You're not crazy. You're not making this up. We're here. We're with you. We're closer than you think you could basically reach out and touch them, right? They're just right here. It's funny. Your sign, uh, your video started flickering when I just said that. Yeah. Yeah. And what they're trying to do, is get us to the point where we accept, surrender, have faith, and believe. And it's a very simple process, but it's a very, very deep and profound process. So for anybody who just needed to hear that today, allow yourself to see all of the signs. And as you see all of the signs, accept within your heart that they are here showing you the way
1: yeah I I like how you said that so it's 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 a surrender to not always needing that concrete validation yes it's it's great when they do that and stuff but at some point you just have to just let go and it, it it is what that's what it is I mean you're not like this prove it to me like you know it yeah i get that because you're in your human your ego oh look mine wants that it's that's how we're wired somehow and when you make that switch that's when that's when the miracles happen
0: Uh, absolutely absolutely um it's interesting they said that's when the magic happens Mm. and what's really interesting i heard
1: that word in my head before you said it
0: get out of here see Mm -hmm. you can ask for signs though I, i hear from so many people who will say to me laura julie my spirit team must be so frustrated with me because i need so much validation and the angels answer to them is no we're not frustrated at all we don't get frustrated they have a different level of patience that we can't even fathom <laughs> yeah yeah and so they're there to bring through as many validations as you need as many times as you need and for a lot of healers out there what the angels want you to know is that a lot of times those validations get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger where you just it's it's undeniable proof right that it's your personal proof and that really is the job of the angels right now is what they just said. They can't come through on a massive level, right? And just be like, ta-da, and this is why you should believe and have faith. (laughs) Their job and why we should be working with our angels is because the angels are energies of God in action. And their job is to work with each of us on an individual level to bring us to a place of faith. Because oftentimes when we see things, hear things, read things, we're like, oh man, that happened for Laura. Could that actually happen for me? Or this person had this dream over here. Is that really real? Or could that happen to me? They want you to know like you know Like, you know, when they say they want to build the foundation in your life of faith and confidence, that's what that is. Those validators, those signs, time and time again, as much as you need them until you feel that, they will bring it through. And at the same time, simultaneously, there does reach a point where you're like, okay, God, please keep bringing in the magic, bring in the signs. But I know, like I know, like I know, you don't have to show me one more thing in my life. There's nothing that could change my mind.
1: Sometimes I think too, they start bringing in messages almost like my relationships with other people and my enthusiasm about, about these situations and how these things happen. And then like the signs come through, I have a friend who recently passed away and I was talking to another person who is similar to, you know, has similar gifts as you. And she's like, I don't know why this is important, but I, you know, I see the, I see the number three, I know nothing about, you know, and I just, I wrote it down. I circled it. I'm like, like, like right now I'm writing things down that you're saying. And, um, I found out what that means when I talked to my son and it's just, it was like, okay, so now I have this information. I'm going to share it. I'm going to bring comfort to them in this time of loss. And now I just see them everywhere. I see the threes everywhere. So it's like, are they just reminding me to make sure you you give this message on? So then, then they can in turn start their, their path or their experience, their own experiences, because they're in the middle of grief right now. So it's a little bit different than, where I'm coming from, but yes, it's it's interesting how, how they work with you and through you.
0: A hundred percent, a hundred percent, because we're all here as a collective. We're all one more than people realize. And, you know, this last year I asked God to remove every ounce of judgment from my being. And I thought that that would happen in a way that I would catch myself in a judgy thought, not like I was a judgy person to begin with, but just, I didn't want to have an ounce of judgment. The way that spirit break, brought through that lack of judgment was to have me go through painful situations where my perspective changed and it was hard to learn those lessons, but as I came through it, what they showed me through each one of them, Is and we know this on a mental level when we study spiritually But to feel it on a physical level is much different and to know it with every ounce of your being And just to experience it in the way that I did I think is different as I was going through this last year I felt that I was like I would be you right and you were me and so the non-judgment of you or the non-judgment of anybody else was me not judging myself
1: I was gonna ask you that because that seems to be like what we do all day all day long every thought is a judgmental thought about myself I would never talk to another person in this world the way I speak to myself yeah. <laughs> and that judgment is goes both ways so it's not just judging the person that walking by you in an outfit that you might not like and thinking that thought and judging it or whatever it's about the outfit you have on and why why are you, you know what I mean? It's very deep. That's very philosophical.
0: <laughs> it is very deep. And you know what? I started to notice it when I was in my 20s, very early 20s, maybe even late teens. I noticed somebody got a really bad haircut and I totally judged the haircut. And sometimes you just get a bad haircut. That's just the cards that you're dealt. And not six months later, I had the bad haircut, right? And then I would notice other people's judgments. You know, if somebody else judged this or judged this, whatever it was that they judged would show up sure enough in their life where now they had to be in the shoes of the person they were judging and, and had to make decisions, had to make the decisions. That they had judged and oftentimes would make the same decision as the person that they had judged but they were like oh i would never if i would if that was me and i was in that position i would never do this so god puts them in that position and now they have to make those decisions And so what was really, really fascinating is God has a process of bringing us to that non judgment, but it's through this experience of oneness and really feeling on the deepest, most palpable level that I am every person here on earth and every person here on earth is me and you Laura are every person here on earth and every person here on earth is you. And it brought me into a sense of peace and freedom, and I don't know why we got started on this, but um, I don't know
1: either. But it's something I think about a lot. It's it's funny. I heard an interview with a young man who who had been incarcerated and came out, and he's just this lovely. And has a new job and life and everything. And and the news reporter said, you know, why? What do you say to people who ju- who look at you and judge you? And he, he smiled at this, like just smile of, of an angel sparkling eyes. And he said, you know, I just tell those people, I said, you know, don't judge me for my choices until you knew what my choices were, mm-hmm. you know, where the community he lived in, the, the, all the different things made him choose the lesser of the evils they were, but they were all bad choices. He only had those choices, you know? And I, I, I remember hearing that I've, I i re rounded I listened to it. I went and found it online. I saved it. I thought, and I'm sure he's not the first person to say that, but it struck me so deeply and I can, I can fall into that trap. And if you're around people who do that a lot, who you know, those catty, I don't want to say girls, but it tends to be women who, who just sit around and pick on everybody or judge everybody. And, you know, it's so easy to fall back in to that thought process. And just, you know, I thought, well, you're only as good as the company you keep. So when you're with that, kind that's, you know, I just started feeling it more. So I just chose to not no longer have those friendships or, or, you know, have those kinds of judgments and I know it's funny. I always think that I'm hearing something for a reason, or meeting somebody for a reason. And it might have been, that's the when I got that message from my friend whose um, father passed away. I was like, "This isn't for me necessarily, or maybe it is. Maybe I'm here to know that I can be helpful, or yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's very we're, we're interesting. We're getting, yeah, because yeah, I came
0: into that lesson this past year too, and. It was a longer lesson to walk through but that was part of the judgment process and what I came to is I'm not not supposed to be friends with them I'm supposed to allow that version of me to be on their path and at the same time protect my peace protect my energy and protect my vibration so that I can be there for that person When I'm able to and that I also make sure to not participate in the conversation and even help change the conversation. My husband is the best person in the entire world at this, where in counseling we learned what triangulation is where you're you know talking with another person about a third person but they're not there and mm. so whenever this comes up he um, you know if we're out at dinner with other people or, or wherever um, he'll be like this is a really unhealthy conversation let's change the topic and he just completely redirects and what's fascinating is he's taught so many other people to do this and he's learned from other people himself but he came home um, I don't know if it was five six seven years ago and he goes the strangest thing happened at work today and I was like okay do tell and he goes we were sitting at lunch and he goes no offense but we were all going around ragging about our partners complaining about our partners this or that and it got to one gentleman at the lunch table and He goes, "Um, my wife and I just talked about this. We're not going to complain about one another to anybody else. If we have something to talk about with one another, we're going to talk about it directly. And this person at his lunch table saying this completely changed my husband's behavior. And he hasn't since. And it's such a beautiful partnership to live in where you don't have that experience and he actually really admired this person who said this at the lunch table and has gone on and I see this with the people that were around to teach other men how to do that too and so they really have very healthy conversations and it's nice it to hear wasn't yeah, it wasn't by being like, okay, well, I can't be friends with this person. It was by leading with example, leading with love, radiating that love and and also holding boundaries because that person was holding a boundary of I'm not going to go there. We don't talk negatively about one another, my spouse and I, and that redirected everything. And I can't tell you the number of lives and marriages that has touched.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, just a, so just a normal, everyday lunch conversation in it. Yeah. You know, that's so cool.
0: hmm Well, I don't know how we got onto this, but I think it was a fascinating conversation for today. Laura, I love your energy. I always love to get, um, when I get to meet up with you and chat with you. So thank you so much for being here. You're
1: so welcome. Thank you. I appreciate you and I appreciate your podcast. So it, it brings me lots of uh, education and comfort. So
0: Yay. thank you all my love to you laura everybody listening if you have angel stories that you want to share we would love 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 to have you on the show um you can go over to theangelmedium.com, share your angel story over there and my team will get back to you to have you on the show thanks so much again laura thank you take care julie Bye bye you too bye beautiful soul thank you so much for joining me today